It's 10-12 on this uh, Friday morning. Dave Nathan uh, kicking Tony G out of the control chairs because, well, I have the technology know-how. He doesn't because we have a special guest on the line. <laughs> I am not a handyman, whether it's engineering or carpentry or anything in between, but I have a good friend, we all do, and uh, Tom Fry on the line from near Nashville, Tennessee. In which we will say to start things off, uh, how are things going, uh, Grandpa? Hey, they're going Okay. Yeah, we just uh, FaceTimed with Maggie and Seth and little Indiana. Uh, they they, uh, they named their our first grandson Indiana. So that's, that's cool. I, yeah. li- I like that. Yeah, Indiana Lewis Neal. That's cool. Probably need to find out what the backstory is on that if you happen to know. Um, they just like the name Indiana. They had a few. They had a few different names picked, and that was one of them. And uh, they said that. They wanted to see him first before they decided. And uh, the interesting thing is, too, he was born March 24th, which also happens to be my sister Amy's birthday. Uh, you know, people know as a photographer there in, in Bern, and then my mom's birthday is also that day. So Cool. Uh, yeah, so that evening, uh, Linda Jackson ran a little segment. I don't know if you guys saw that on the news, but talking about um, she's – she and Amy are friends, and uh, she ran a little segment on the news talking about hope in the midst of, you know, this whole pandemic and uh, new life and had little Indiana's picture up, so that was kind of cool. Well, that is great. I missed that, but then I miss anything after, well, before sundown sometimes. But I was going to say, you miss stuff before <laughs> 3 o'clock, usually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a night owl in a reverse sense almost, but just get up so early it's still night. But uh, anyway, then by the time it's sunset, especially. Well, of course, that's one thing. I, one reason I don't, not the only reason I don't like daylight savings timing go to bed when the sun's still way up there but anyway well that's a cool name i like that and i didn't i didn't know about the linda jackson story that's cool well how in the world are you tom and the family in addition to have a new member we are doing well um we're doing well we're trying our best to social distance like everyone else and, and uh but we're all healthy and uh lisa lisa's always loved um the elderly and she's a social services director at a at a nursing facility here, and um, so she's, you know, functioning with all of that protocol. And and Jonathan, um, many at South Adams remember him from, you know, finishing his, his senior out senior year out there at South Adams, and uh, he's actually a senior in college now, so he's finishing up his semester here at home. So, um, you know, now disappointed what, for him, but. What school uh, has he been going to in, in near near Nashville? Yeah, he's he is a senior at Trevecca University, which is right down um, just outside of the loop, so you can see downtown from from the campus. And obviously, his senior year has been uh, altered by the coronavirus uh, changes in schedules and such. Yeah, yeah, it sure has. And, uh, so he's here with us. As his girlfriend, his girlfriend is from Honduras, and so obviously she can't go home. That's not an option. So uh, we got a spare bedroom, and so she's she's crashing here, and and uh, she has a lovely voice, and has been singing some with us too. So that's fun as well. Well, that's great. Well, I'm not going to let you. I'm going to let you lead into anything that you you know want to emphasize but speaking of john and congratulations to him and and you and lisa and all the family on on a springtime graduation time and that you know part of your family 
but uh, he is a prominent voice in a great song that uh, we're playing, and what I consider it a classic, and I was always a, Cherry, a Harry Chapin fan, but uh, I know... Uh, you have uh, included him as the son, and you're, of course, the father in real life of Cats in the Cradle. Yeah, yeah, we uh, did that as a special, I think, on Father's Day several years ago at Westchester Church, where we were members for years and years. And um, that just went over so well. Uh, people's response, uh, you know, talked immediately after the service, just about how powerful that was to see uh, that song performed by a father and son. And so we're like, you know, maybe we should put this into the set. And it, it um, I don't think that there's been a concert we've done since that we have not included that. And of course, it's it's uh, very well-known. And, and anytime you cover a song, there's always a little bit of a, a danger, you know, trying to, to honor the original but um, our our promoter has been really excited about this because in all the different versions, Johnny uh, Cash and some of the recorded it, but this is the first time that it was recorded by a father and son, and so uh, she's really excited about just that uh, presentation, you know, maybe a little more authentic presentation of the uh, actual stories oh it's a it's a tribute to harry chapin i I think the lyrics i'd read were from a poem by his wife i believe Mm -hmm. that's accurate but anyway uh, another thing you have in common with harry chapin and uh, not only an excellent songwriter and singer performer but um, he was very compassionate, and as a matter of fact, when he lost his life, uh, really in the peak of his career, I think it was uh, still in the uh, the early 80s, late 70s, but anyway, uh, in a traffic accident, he was on his way to uh, at a meeting for, uh, it was a World Hunger Organization that he was really a big part of. I think Kenny Rogers was also involved with uh, raising money to fight especially children's hunger around the world when he had the untimely accident. Uh, I think it was on Long Island, uh, a summertime accident many years ago. But that's where he was headed to, one of the meetings, uh, yeah, to support that uh, and continue that part of his uh, philanthropy in in his music and his career and his influence so um, but yeah that's a great great version we've been playing it and uh, there's no doubt about it you nailed it and johnny can be congratulated as well but uh, wow that's it, it's powerful but of course uh, you've been doing words and music of inspiration for years and you have more music uh, out and on the way right yeah yeah our new uh, cd uh just, it hasn't officially released yet, but we have it, and uh, everybody that's pre-ordered and and backed us um, yeah, already has it, or it's it's on the way if, if they don't have it yet. Everything is in the mail, but uh, we're excited about the new songs. Um, we've got uh, five originals and then a bonus track, which is also original, but it's a bonus track. And actually, it's from a new DVD, that uh, concert DVD that just happened to release at the same time. That wasn't the intent, but, but uh, you know, being an independent artist, things um, are, are on a different sca- schedule than when you're, uh, you know, on a record label. And, and that can be good and bad, but the exciting thing, I think, for us is just to see people come along and partner with us and, and believe in what we're doing and support what we're doing. And we've had so much great support uh, from from Adams and Jay County. Um, 
to get this record done. I mean, we were, uh, it was definitely the most aggressive project as far as um, just personnel on it and, and involved in it and, and, and obviously the budget that that personnel uh, requires, but uh, we had some man, some great corporate sponsors, and, and if you don't mind, I would just let people know who they are. Absolutely. Go ahead. Um, Joshua 2415 Farms from Portland, Progressive Office Products from Portland, Amy Spinner Photography from right there in Bern, Eric Shaver Design, uh, Your Neighbor, also from Bern, uh, Jeff Christman and, and uh, his family, Your, your Neighbor, um, Annette, Annette Alexander uh, Financial Group, Raymond James in Portland, Bill and Mary Davis, and Hitzer Stoves from Burns. So they uh, they all partnered with us, as well as some other uh, folks from Jay and Adams County who partnered with us through a five hundred one c three, and uh, they were they were a huge part of that. Of course, people pre ordering at concerts and and backing us on the crowdfunding. So it took it it certainly did take a village to get this out. That's for sure, and we uh, are grateful for. For all the support we had, and and really excited about the that's great the, the project certainly appropriate to say praise the Lord for that, and yeah. we we um, want to mention again we're talking with Tom Fry, of course, longtime member of the Z team, and um, Jay County native who now resides uh, with many men- members of your family in the Nashville, Tennessee area, and uh, we're talking to him on WZBD Radio on this uh, Good Friday morning. What's the weather like down there, Tom? You know, I was telling David before we went on the air, my phone app still is set to Geneva when I hit the weather. So <laughs> I, I know what I know what the weather is every morning now before I do here. So it's always fun to compare. But uh, we're chilly this morning. I, I noticed when I when I opened it up, Geneva was thirty three degrees, and we were thirty eight. You so, bet, um, you bet. And the wind chill's uh, been down as low as twenty two for a while here uh, earlier this morning ooh. with the brisk wind. But we do have some sunshine, so that's good. Now this, I don't want to get off the subject, but I think I'd mentioned we're playing Jordan Feliz. Uh-huh. And I think you'd mentioned him to me on our previous phone call. Yeah, we're um, you know, we're hoping that we can get back out on the road this summer and uh certainly this whole corona thing has messed up um our schedule. Uh you had mentioned Harry Chapin's work and uh, with uh, you know, Child Hunger and, and uh we've been involved for a number of years with Compassion International and so when I'm not traveling uh, with my, our, our music or our, our family events that we do, um, I go out and do events uh, with Compassion International. And uh, certainly um, that this whole situation we find ourselves in with this pandemic um, has put a halt to, um, to my traveling and to our traveling. Uh, but we're hoping that things will be cleared up this summer and we can get to the Jay County Fair. We're scheduled to open for Jordan Feliz there for the very first uh, uh, faith night that uh, the Jay County Fair is doing. You know, they they continue to do country shows. Of course, Joe Diffie, unfortunately, was supposed to be at the Jay right. County Fair, one of the victims of this coronavirus. But uh, but uh, we're excited to be part of the first uh, night of faith there, and uh, that will include us um, opening up for Jordan Feliz, who's just an amazing talent. 
talent. Yeah, we've been playing a song uh, on our inspiration time early in the 6 o'clock hour in WZBD called The River. That's uh, mm-hmm. I, so I don't have a lot of his music, but I know I have at least that song. But that'll be great uh, to have him come up to Jay County and, you know, good Lord willing, we'll have the uh, Jay County Fair and Adams County Fairs and all the fairs and festivals and back in uh, a regular schedule by, hopefully, by summertime. But, uh, of course, uh, that's totally at this point out of our control but we can just continue to hope and pray and have faith like you uh, always uh, sing about and so and you you know sadly uh, yeah you know, joe diffie succumbed to the virus as did uh, earlier well i think it might, toward the uh, start of the week uh, john prine which yeah. i know inspired you and you got to meet him yeah i got to meet him uh last fall i tell you when you doing this music thing you you um meeting people that you uh, appreciate or, or look up to or others appreciate and look up to is, is a normal thing, you know, and so you don't think too much about it. But I have to confess, when I met John Prine, I was calm, cool, and collected on the outside, but inside I felt like about a six-year-old at Christmas. I mean, I was just giddy. Well, he's, uh, he, but, he was a legend. Oh, man. And I tell you what, he was so kind and, and just very genuine. Um, I was able, I spoke to him briefly, but uh, he, he signed a magazine for me that he was on the cover of, and it's hanging in my office, and got a quick picture with him. But but I was able to tell him that, um, and I'm sure he'd heard that a lot, and uh, he didn't remember, I'm sure, after that evening even, but I was able to let him know that I uh, thank him for the inspiration he has been to me in my songwriting, and uh, and he was generally genuinely appreciative i mean he just smiled and and thanked me and 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 seemed humbled i mean he was he was everything you would hope that somebody like that would be when you when you met them and uh so yeah it was it was a huge loss for the music world but he's he's uh he created a a, a great hole because he touched a lot of hearts and a lot of lives with his storytelling and uh and that's that's quite a legacy when you think about it. Tom, when I was uh, running around as a teenager and I had a chance to drive Dad's old uh, Rambler, <laughs> <laughs> and it was if it was my turn to drive on a Friday or Saturday night, I'd tune in AM 650 WSM and listen to the Grand Ole Opry, and my buddies would say, what in the world are you, you know. The, <laughs> But I say, hey, it's my dad's car. It's my radio. We're listening to the. And anyway, but my my point is, you live in Music City, USA now, or in the, in the area. So any surprises about uh, you know you hear about Music City, USA? I have been to the old Ryman Auditorium a couple of times to the Grand Ole Opry, and twice to uh, what is no longer the new home, but it's at Opryland. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. been many many years ago, and two different times I got to go backstage at the Opryland location and interview. I, the first time I got to go backstage. I actually got to interview Roy Acuff, so uh, you know the, the king of country music, as he was known. But any surprises about being in that area of so many singer songwriters and stars, and uh, and those who are trying to become uh, successful in the music business, whether it's a country, a bluegrass, or Christian, or you know crossing the genres. Um. I'm not sure if there's been any surprises. I mean, um, it's interesting, but it's just uh, it's just kind of a, a normal thing down here, you know, to be around that. I guess, and, and that was one of the one of the big appeals to come is just uh, to be able to to 
to grow in my craft. And, and, and uh, certainly, I mean, I miss people back home uh, like crazy. Uh, there's just nothing. You can't, you can't replace a community um, like we have in Jay and Adams County. But now you have uh, you a know, grandson and, named Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. But, um, but I don't know if there's been any surprises, but it's, it's, um, it's interesting. Uh, Johnny and I went to a show, um, oh gosh, probably a year and a half ago. We went downtown to hear Artemis Pyle Band. You also know I'm a huge Leonard Skinner fan. Right, right. Fashion. He's got a tribute band that he that he drums with and uh i walked past the crowd and uh walked right past cheryl crow sitting there in the audience you know so that's kind of i mean you don't the, the rule of thumb is when you see people out you don't say anything because you know they're just trying to live their lives right and be in well so uh of course i didn't say anything but it's it's just kind of interesting sometimes to walk past those people and see them on the streets and, i know she's uh, lived in the nashville area i think for quite a while yeah, she actually doesn't live too far from where we live. Uh, her 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 neighborhood's a little more high rent <laughs> than ours, but yeah, she doesn't live too far. Years ago, uh, when I again a long time ago, everything gets longer ago than uh, than I realize, uh, Tom, at my age. But uh, oh, yeah. I remember years ago, Minnie Pearl lived next to the governor's mansion. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So well. Um, of course, some people say, who's Minnie Pearl? <laughs> she was a great, great country, <laughs> really the most famous female country comedian, and she was great. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, that's cool that uh, that you're there. Now, as far as being around creative people, uh, I'm sure everybody has, you know, the, the, you, you, if you're a believer, like, you know, I know you are and I am and many things we can't explain, but the good Lord gives us each our own way to be creative. And what about you? Is there any, uh, as far as writing songs, I mean, do you think some of them while you're driving along on the road or, or is it in peaceful times or just any time you feel it? Yeah, it's, um, I guess the, the, Used to, I would rest when I was inspired. And um, one of the things that you you learn down here is to write when you're not inspired. Um, it's almost like a muscle, you know, where it, if the more you use it, the stronger it will get. And uh, I just wrote. Um, had a. It's not uncommon to do social uh, social media writes because I've got friends all over. And uh, so I was uh, wrote a song uh, a couple weeks ago with a friend of mine in Cincinnati and then over FaceTime. And uh, last week I wrote a song with a buddy of mine from Jackson, Tennessee, another gal from Southern Michigan. We had a three-way night. And, um, um, and it's really interesting just to kind of get in a room or get in a virtual room with, with other writers and say, okay, you know, what's and just seeing what comes out of that. But uh, um, sometimes, you know, inspiration will just pour out and you'll just write stuff out and it will come very quickly. But a lot of times what ends up happening is you'll get a hook idea or a few lines and so you write them down. And, and if you get into somebody or have some time where you feel uh, creative but don't really have 
any particular inspiration, you can refer back to those notes that you can find something and run with it. So it's it's uh, it's a more deliberate creative process, I guess. But that's um, that. I think helps you sharpen your craft. It's interesting. You mentioned the interaction through social media. So that's something where you're taking advantage uh, in a positive, creative way of, uh, you know, what is happening now versus what was not possible uh, not that many decades ago. Right. And uh, we've even um, been recording our new songs um, through our, our new set, rather. And, um, so we can send them up to Eric Reynolds, who's our drummer, so that he can put his headphones on and we can have remote practices like that. So uh, you got to get a little bit creative That's great. You know, with all of this stuff. But, you know, the, the thing of it is, um, this certainly, I mean, a few months ago, uh, life was, was quote-unquote normal, uh, at least the normal that we knew. And, um, you know, it's, it's in three months our world has changed. Right our um our our fears uh, really have kind of run rampant you know when you think about what consumes not only the news media and social media but our conversations and our thoughts and and uh i'm just realizing um I, as i process personally and then also as i've had people um reach out for for interviews and for writing articles and stuff all about this and helping families cope with being penned up together. Because, you know, other than Jonathan's senior year at South Adams, we homeschooled our whole, our whole rest of our children's education. And so I've had opportunities to do some writing and some interviews about helping parents know how to school at home and, um, and just cope with this. And, and, uh, the thing of it is, I think that uh, there's certainly a lot of hurt, you know, a lot of loss, and a lot of tragedy, and uh, I don't want to be dismissive of that at all because that's just terrible. But I, I do think that in every tragedy, there's also opportunities just to reassess, and um, you know, not having all of the distractions that we had a few months ago with professional sports and. And just all of the entertainment opportunities from just local restaurants to, you know, concert halls, um, all of a sudden all that's taken away and we're recruiting into our own homes. And, uh, you know, if we have family, we're with family, but even if we're alone, um, you know, we're alone, but we're, I think we're being able to reassess maybe our priorities and, uh, We've been given a great opportunity, I think, to really reconnect with God and reconnect with those people who um, who are are near and dear to us. And even if we can't be around them, we can certainly pick up the phone or FaceTime or whatever and stay in touch and reconnect. And, and hopefully this will um, allow us to uh, move out of this a new normal Maybe a little bit more back to our, our, um, you know, consistent with our priorities. Yeah, you can definitely say that uh, this is something, this was uh, Things Unseen, which, conveniently enough, by the way, is the name of the new album by the Fry Family Band. And uh, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, the new album, and we'll start with that uh, title track and Things Unseen. Yeah, so, um, like I mentioned, there's seven seven songs on this um, 
a live version of our old song, Jesus is Crazy. Uh, but Things Unseen is the title track, and, and uh, that song is written um, by my daughter Maggie uh, and a few others in a group, right? And it was just, it was exactly one of those situations I was just talking with Tony about where they were in a room together, and it was like, okay, what's what's going on? You know, what's going on in, in your life? And um, there was a commonality as Maggie talks uh, about the song, just in um, just in this wrestling with uncertainty. And uh, and certainly, I've gotten some feedback as I've sent this record out, and just people talking about the timeliness. And I didn't know it was going to release now. Just when when you know the funding came together and everything was able to. But but I love the chorus of this song. It says, I will trust when I cannot see this you leading me. My wandering heart looks to you, my king. I fix my eyes on the things unseen. And certainly um, our hearts are, are prone to wander in many different directions and, and in a season chase fear, um, I think, a lot. Um, but I think we need to do that. We need to fix our eyes on uh, because he sees it all, and it's not surprising it's surprising to him in the least. And how about we take a, a quick break and actually uh, debut that song here on Channel Z. This is uh, Things Unseen from the Fry Family Band here in Adams County Radio, Channel Z, 92.7 FM.
fix my eyes on the things unseen and thy will trust though I cannot see this road ahead where you are leading me my wandering heart looks to you my king oh I fix my eyes on the things unseen oh I fix my eyes on the things unseen oh I fix my eyes on the things unseen oh I fix my eyes on the things unseen Almost a perfect song to play at the time that we're dealing with right now. Again, that's the title track of the new album from the Fry Family Band and the Things Unseen. And, of course, again, still being joined by Tom Fry. And, Tom, hearing that for the first time, at least between Tony and I, all we can really say is just, wow. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I was proud of my girls. That's uh, two of them singing that. There's not a whole lot that uh, warms a daddy's heart more. It's <laughs> sing together, and, and uh, that was yeah, that was Kaylin and Maggie. Yeah, it, and one, I think that lyric, like you said, it just it's it's uh, very timely. One of the things uh, I've gotten kind of to say more and more, and I've said this even on the air. Of course, also I say on I have no Tom. I have no new material on or off the air, but anyway, uh, but still more and more. I catch myself as I get older, finding out that, um, you know, facts can be stranger than fiction. And it's like, you know, I don't want to talk about our creator as causing this, but I mean, it's like a power out of our human control and frailty uh, has said, Let's press pause on the human condition for now, you know, <laughs> just kind of yeah. put us in our place in a way to know how little control we really have when we think we have way more than we actually do. But uh, that's it's just like press pause on the way things have been going. So and, you know, no one's to blame. But I mean, it's it's affecting all corners of the earth. Yes. Yeah, it is. And, and like I said, I think it's just really. Um, heightening our awareness, we we, uh, we have so many distractions uh, in, in this world, um, you know. And for Pete's sake, we we walk around with phones, you know, with little computers now. And as soon as there's a moment of silence, you know, it's like dead air on on the radio. As soon as there's right. a little bit of in our life, we're just retreating into our phones, and uh, it's made us um, uh, more socially aware on one hand, and more socially awkward, I think, much more so. Um, but, but I think that, uh, yeah, this, like I said, I think this is um, a very sad opportunity, but it is an opportunity for us to uh, reassess and hopefully um, start living in a, in a way that's more consistent with the priorities that we, we profess and that we long to live out. Now, I, Chris... We have restrictions for, um, you know, not having crowds and staying, of course, distant and, and home quarantine. And, of course, that's affected, obviously, churches already. And here the holiest week uh, is here upon us, Good Friday today. And, and uh, 
Easter Sunday services, we're going to have a broadcast of a sunrise service from the Mount Hope Church. Is that right? Uh, New Hope Church. New Hope Church uh, coming up early on Sunday morning. But what are the effects uh, in Tennessee that you know about as far as uh, religious gatherings and services? And has that really been turned upside down? Yeah, it's much like Indiana um, as far as uh, we, we, we had the uh, no-travel order, I think, about five days after Indiana did. And uh, so if it's uh, necessary, they, they're allowing travel. And, and the necessary list is somewhat broad, but basically just trying to limit gatherings. But, you know, uh, again, going back to that idea of opportunity, um, uh, Chris Tomlin and, and Max Cato were going to do a, um, a, a Good Friday service down here. That's been planned for months and months. And now, obviously, no crowds are allowed, so they're doing it online. They're, they're doing it over television. And so what uh, what could have been a, a crowd of a few, you know, maybe 10,000, 12,000 people uh, now can be limitless with, uh, with technology and that availability. And and um, with with uh, people not being able to get out, I think they're seeking out uh, truth, and they're seeking out those opportunities to to uh, hear that kind of stuff. And so, you know, who knows how this is going to impact? But I think the audience will be much bigger than what it otherwise would have been. And and uh, there's a lot of artists, um, not just in Christian music, but in, Across the spectrum that are doing online concerts and and we've entertained the idea of doing something like that too we're working through a new set and, and may do that as well but but I see that as just an opportunity for um, you know the gospel to go out and in ways and be consumed uh, and heard by people who maybe wouldn't have given it a listen previously so again I think it's an opportunity just to see um, to, to share the truth well, you know, the absence of what we uh, used to think was normal, though, uh, I, you know, the old ab- adage, uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder, and I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm really confident that uh, hopefully throughout the world, but certainly in our country and the small towns as well as the cities, that people will um, be able to get back to gatherings and church services and also remember uh, the churches need uh, our support where, you know, just from a practical standpoint, we know that they have not obviously been able to have offerings. But, uh, of course, then we have the local businesses, as we always talk about on the uh, auctions, radio auctions that you were a part of for so many years with Alan, Judy, and, of course, Steve Rouse. But uh, uh, that the area businesses we know and trust, and I just know that people are going to appreciate them more than ever. So I hope they do the churches. But you did mention Chris Tomlin. Have you met him? No, I have not. But I think he went through a tragedy, didn't he, um, recently? I think he lost a son. You know what? I haven't. I didn't hear that. I, I think. I think so. But know more about I think it was around maybe the holidays or sometime around that time. But well, anyway, I know you've. Uh, uh, been still busy in your faith and your work, and uh, I think just great things are on the way. Uh, any other of uh, the new songs what uh, we should maybe go out with? Um, well, uh, let's see. We've got Good News, Cats in the Cradle, Things as Full Moon. Uh, well, I, 
I'll, I'll say either either good news uh, or full moon. Full moon is kind of a why don't you, uh, full moon is a little bit more of a uh, bluegrassy kind of style, which I know you're, you're partial to. And uh, good news is a little bit just um, that may be a little bit more lyrically appropriate. So check out check out full moon and and if anybody likes what they hear, uh, the CD is available. Yeah, yeah. Give us, give us the the uh, facts about uh, how they can pursue and support your music. Yeah, the, they can order the well any of our music, uh, but the new new CD and the new DVD are both available at FryFamilyBand.com. And um, you know, if they want to get get behind us in another way too, uh, we have a five hundred one c three through and uh, they can just go to actinternational.org and then hit the search bar um, for staff, and then search us, or hit staff, and then they can search you know, Fry, and we will come up, and, and that's another way to, to get behind us. But if there was any music, um, the new single will be um, Cats. Cats and Crew will be releasing to Spotify within just a week or two, and um, then the new albums shortly after that on uh, digital media, but right now it's available at FryFamilyBand.com. That's great. That's great. Well, hey, thank you for uh, keeping in touch. Please keep in touch and informed, and we'll uh, keep playing your music and uh, and listening for good times ahead and look forward to it. I know good things are on the way, no doubt about it. And uh, thanks definitely to Dave Nathan for engineering uh, this conversation, which I looked forward to, and I'll always cherish uh, uh, the times uh, we've had to listen to your music as well as uh, be with you, Tom, and uh, the Gosh, congratulations on the new grandson, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. And likewise, Tony, the feeling is mutual. I cherish my time working at WZBD and and, uh, and WPGW and and just all the fine folks back there, lifelong friends, and still stay in touch with many. Well, thanks to PGW staff and the Z team and Rob Weaver, we're still here. (laughs) Thank the Lord. Yeah, so, well, uh, my best to everyone back there, Al and Judy and Steve and and uh, everybody downstairs at Gravers and, and uh, you know, all the, the doors I used to knock on back there. I miss everybody and, and uh, certainly appreciate your your uh, encouragement and your support of our music. You've always been a great supporter of, uh, of our art, and uh, certainly I appreciate your art as well, uh, your, your painting. And, and, of course, one of your paintings actually was on one of our CD covers, so uh, that was that was a fun uh, story. And, and, and it's um, a painting of uh, the crucifixion, kind of the um, uh, the what are they called? The what's it called? The it's not the rock, but um, oh goodness, Golgotha. Calvary. Yeah, yeah, Calvary. yeah. And uh, I was so honored to have that. Uh, the painting is at uh, Trinity United Methodist Church in Portland. So, well, anyway, uh, God bless you, and uh, give our best to Lisa and all the fam family there, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you this summer, if not sooner. All right, sounds good. Tom Fry. Okay, great, great, great. Thanks again, David.
When the child arrived just the other day, he came to the world in the usual way. But there were planes to catch, bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away, and he was talking for I knew it. And as he grew, he said, "I'm gonna be like you, Dad. You know I'm gonna be like you."